This is Billy Corbin, co-founder of Rack and Tour, director of Cocaine Cowboys, The U, and Magic City Hustle, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Oh, is it me again today? Oh, welcome everyone to Juice with just me. Like I said, we got rid of the other clowns. They suck. No one wants to hear them talk about sports or literally anything else. We do have special guests. Tanar Davis back in the building. There he is. I'm a, a guest now. <laughs> Achilles is taking over, bro. You see what happens? Wow. You see what happens, Titty? Achilles is taking over. You're not a special guest today? I, 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 thought, I thought I was still a host, but I'll be a guest, though. I know I've been MIA. You see how I look. Y'all found me in a homeless, y'all found me in a homeless shelter, so. Yeah, bro. I'm on the same boat as you, bro. Look at me. Like, uh, uh. I've been in one for a few years, so I'm good. I mean, I can, I can show you around. <laughs> Feels good to be back, though. Yeah, bro. It's good to have you back, baby man. Thank you so much for, for. I know you've been busy, man. That's why you've, uh, you know, you haven't been able to hang out with us as much. But you are still fam. We love you. We miss you. And we, you know, we're always here for you, bro. The door's always open, so you can always come and hang out with us, like I'll tonight. Make, I'll send Achilles an email uh, to get permission to be on as a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do gotta send a request. You gotta send the request to Achilles every week, dude. The guy's. Last couple um, weeks, he's taking over. Show, man. I, did, I didn't make these rules. It was a hostile All of a sudden, takeover. I'm like just by myself. Yeah, bro. We found pictures of Achilles over in the Middle East, and now he's just taking over everything, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put much of a fight. No, 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 we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah. But actually, wait, hold on, hold on. I mean, I know you're not a guest, your fam, your 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 perma host, but you haven't been on here in a little bit. So I'm going to do one thing that we've been doing to everybody who's come on for the first time recently. Okay. We've been doing a little thing just for people who haven't seen you in a while, kind of get to know you. Three little questions we're going to ask you. Very simple. No context. It's just <clears> pick <throat> one answer or the other. All right? There's no... Uh, can't explain yourself. Just can't go, explain boom, yourself. Boom, boom. Okay? It's just fast. Three, it's just for people to know who, a little bit about you, and that's it. All right? First off, uh, Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo? Xbox. Rad. I like that. And uh, what was the last one? Oh, Riley or Shula? Shula. All right, there you go. So that's all you need to know just to get a little taste of what's going on in TD's head there. So there you, you should have known Tupac. He was in the movie. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Damn. I wasn't even thinking that was paid. But it was a movie. I got paid for it, right? Yeah. Yo, big big fail by us there, dude. I didn't even realize that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, hey, but TD, man, thanks again for, for coming by. We miss you. We're glad you're here. It's going to be a good show. We got a lot to talk about today. It is. The Evening Juice with Lemon City Live. This is season seven, episode 45. <laughs> do you like ah, do you like baseball cards? Like, TD says no. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> do you like body shaming baseball players from the 80s and 90s, though? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun. <laughs> it's always a good time. Uh, on today's show, we'll, uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll be sitting down. We'll talk at some canes. Been a lot of news lately. We'll catch up with what's been going on with TD. And at the same time, uh, maybe if we have some time later, we got some packs, as always, on Friday that we can get to. Um, we'll do a little body shaming. But a big thank you to everybody who's listening on the podcast. If you're downloading us on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is, man, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like if you're watching on Facebook. And a big thank you to our streaming partner, the 
Five Reasons Sports Network, who's uh, sharing our stream on their YouTube page as well. Thank you so much. If you're watching there, make sure to hit us up at, at Lemon City Live on all social. But first and foremost, man, we got TD back in the house, brother. How have you been? Where are you right now? You're 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 here with us, right? You're you're South Florida today. Uh, yes, I'm in South Florida, and I was in Georgia last week. But uh, what's been going on with me is I've been you know you guys know I've been rehabbing my knees. I've been having knee issues for the past you know four months, uh, dealing with some bone to bone uh, with my uh, meniscus losing this cartilage. Yeah, so I've been in those videos. I believe the doctors gross. referred to that as boning. <laughs> Even the gut. That's, that's the medical. Term. I mean, when you look it up in the book, yeah. that's what it says. Yeah. He's boning. Uh, so I've been rehabbing a lot. Also, I've been flying back to Georgia to spend quality time with my son. He started back school. Uh, so in Georgia, they, uh, they're actually going back to school. They're not doing virtual learning anymore. So cool, cool. I was moving back or two for him. I moved to the apartment in Atlanta. And I had to move out my apartment here to move into an apartment here, like the same building, just a different unit. Okay. It's been busy. Been busy, man. Been very busy. You know what? It doesn't matter if you move in the same building to another unit or in the same neighborhood mm-hmm. to another unit or if you move across the state or across the country. It always sucks. Like, it just yeah, sucks from start to thing. finish. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, Taking your shit apart and putting it back together is never fun. Oh, that's hor- it's just it's just a horrible long day, bro. I'm so glad Man. that's behind us already. I don't have to do that. At least, well, coming up on it again. Moving companies make so much money because they they prey on the people like us that don't want to move. And yeah. oh, it's gonna be twenty two hundred dollars. Oh my god, here. Money. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. It's horrible, bro. It's horrible. But uh, anyway, uh, how I can do it is... myself? I'm boning right now. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> how okay? A uh, medical question here. Now and you're talking about like you had a wet dream or something, man. Like what's going on? Yeah, it's 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 funny, man. You know how it is. Ain't nothing changed there. Well, hey, I gotta ask you though, how's your boning affecting your highlight play? Uh, it's, it's it's tremendously, man. This is is I'm, I'm I can't play the way I want to. Oh. I'm very, very aggressive. Mm. I like to attack the ball, and me not being able to move the way I move, I have to play hesitant. Uh, because my knees, they 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 feel. I feel like a baby. You know how when you look at those safari when you see the lion attacking a mama deer or whatever, the baby the baby just came out. The baby can't walk. Yeah, that, like a giraffe. Knees, I feel like a baby giraffe. Like my knees, I have to take like at least three minutes to get up. So I can't sit down once I go to the casino because once I sit down, my knees started. They start getting weak. So once I get there, I start playing. I stay up the whole entire time. I ride the bike. Last the next time I sit down, I'm icing my knees or I'll put my uh my uh my Norman Tech sleep, Norman Tech compression things on, and I'm recovering, man. So yeah, it, to answer your question, yeah, when it's 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 it's, it's fucking with me, bro. Man, dude, cause see it, if you if you follow T D on IG, which you should, Antonar Davis, he uh he's always posting these videos and I see all the medical stuff you're going through, the shots in the knee, those compression things and that, and then I see you with your not dick pics, but you know, just hanging out there, just showing off. You're looking incredible, yet you're in all this pain, and it's you're talking about pain the way I talk about it. I, I get somewhere and I sit down, I'm not standing up. That's what I say, not what I'm expecting to hear from you, bro. Speaking of that medical equipment, I had to call for 5200 for what? all that, $5,200 for all that stuff. Whoa, the game ready cost me 32. The Norman Tech sleeves cost me twenty thirty one, and, 
and then I got I had to get uh the shots, bro. Oof. Hey, but so, it's an investment on yourself is the best investment, right? That's what they say, something like that. Yes, like my boss, you know, the ha- uh, uh, Scott Savin, who he, he, he loves me so much. He referred. I, I, I didn't know how to take this. He referred me to the. He's I'm his Hudonis Haslam. <laughs> we had a meeting, and he said, you know, he's like, I, I want to play a tournament. He was like, No, I don't want you to play. He's like, Start. I have to take care of you. Like you, you're you're my most important guy. And I see you playing, you know, another five years. But I'm I'm gonna say this. You know, the Heat kept Udonis Haslam around. Even though he wasn't supposed to be playing, they kept him around because he's good for the locker room. He's a great guy. And I'm going to take care of you like I, they take care of Udonis Haslam. As long as I'm the boss here, you're going to always... <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm the boss here, you're going to always be a part of me. I'm going to always have the job. Like, he just broke it down to me. I, I was like, you know you know what, Scott? Thank you so much. But, yo, I'm not Udonis Haslam. Like, I still can play. <laughs> so, hey. I, I, you're, you're, bro. You're, I'm you're cool just a with lifer, you, bro. You're, you're a highlight lifer, dude. That's yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, there you go, Magic City lifer. <laughs> Magic City lifer. I'm a, I'm a Magic City lifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I like that, dude. But all right, so who's who's killing it in in highlight? Real quick here before we uh we keep it going. So it's a, it's, it's it's a group. Uh, my partner Julian, uh, Ben Gatson, one of the first year guys. Uh, no surprise, Douglas, who who came in late. But still was able to get back in contention to for first place in singles. Damn. And, um, Ron was when he got hurt. He had some back issues, uh, and him. So, you know, it's it's really up for grabs. And every I say this every time I get on the, on the podcast with us with you guys, everybody's playing well. So, and we are we're working on some things. We just started sports betting too. We're part of sports betting. We're we're mm-hmm. we're able to. We're being we're live in Iowa and Illinois, so they can bet on us in those two states. Florida, mm-hmm. I know Florida recently just said something about sports betting in October, uh, so most likely we may kind of seep over here. But I, I keep getting asked the question: Is that good or bad for us? And I don't know. So we'll see when it when when it goes live. But every everybody's playing well, Edwin. Nice. All hey, right. man, more eyes can't hurt, right? Yeah. Now. Exactly. Y'all yeah, know the Seminoles are gonna they're gonna they're gonna. They're gonna and saturate everything, man, because they they got the money. You know, our, this is how our my boss said it. He said the 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 Seminoles are here, and we're number two, but we're way down here. You can't even see me. Gotcha. So like, <laughs> we're we're no we're number two, but we're nowhere near them. So they got money to throw away, man. Yeah. And uh, oh man, I was gonna ask you. Speaking of more eyes on you guys, how can people watch you? When are you guys playing? Or right, is it open to the public yet? Yeah, so we're open to the public on Saturdays. Uh, on Saturdays, we have two performances. The first performance is the Quinella that starts at 1.30, and we have head-to-head. That's more of a, a tennis format. You know, two, three, it's a three-set match. First first to two wins, uh, and that starts at 5. And head-to-head is more exciting than Quinella. So if okay. I was a fan, if I want to know about highlight, I would come at 5 o'clock on Saturdays and watch. So we play Saturday. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Monday is head-to-head, 5 o'clock again. Tuesday is head-to-head doubles at 5 o'clock. If you want to come, come to Magic City Casino over by the airport on Douglas Road. There you go. So that's Saturdays. Catch it live every other day. Catch it online. Uh, it's the Highlight Channel, right, on YouTube? The Highlight Channel on YouTube. Just press, just type in the Highlight Channel. You'll start seeing us live. And make sure you subscribe, too. Because there you go. You can- nice, nice. 
All right, man. Well, we got, we, you know, it's like I said, it's good to have you back, man. Get the uh, the highlight update. I'm happy for that, man. And, you know, I do hope that uh, that you get back on your your winning ways there, bro. Like, you know, that first season, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but, hey, we brought you on here. You know, we really reached out to you. I know you've been busy and we reached out to you because we wanted to talk to you uh, about the big news of the week, man. Um, yesterday, the one of like those South Florida murder mystery stories that you never thought would be solved that just had nothing, no updates for the longest time. Uh, apparently, it was like around what is like one o'clock in the afternoon. All of a sudden, the alert came out. Hey, an arrest has been made in the murder, uh, the 15 year old unsolved murder of Brian Pata uh, from 2006. And instantly, Twitter broke up, man, like blew up. Sorry, not broke up, blew up. Everybody started talking about it. And of course, man, my mind naturally you know uh went to you someone who knew who was involved who was affected and uh kind of wanted to talk to you about it man i know we've briefly mentioned it before um when we've talked to billy corbin on the show he's talked about it obviously it was a big part of uh the you part two when he did that um but you're somebody who went through it man you know a lot about it i kind of wanted to see what your take was on it and and how you feel and you know first off like where were you and how did, who told you the news yesterday uh first i want to you know send my condolences to the Pata family you know it's been a rough yeah, man. years for them and they had to sit on their hands 15 years mm-hmm. and now they have some type of closure even though they knew who was involved but giving them the closure that they need of uh, seeing the arrest was very important to them in that chapter. Uh, the book is still open, but you know they got they got part they got out of the hardest chapter. And also, big shout out to the police department, Miami Dade and the City of Miami Police Department. You know they they did. I personally, because since I'm in law enforcement, I think they did everything right because there's there's double jeopardy in Florida, and if they would have if they had them as a suspect when it all went down. Okay. And them, them taking their time to make sure they cross their T's and dot their I's before they made their arrest, I think was really hard on their too because they could have made this arrest 15 years ago. They could have made the arrest two years ago. They could have made the arrest any time within that 15 years, but they wanted to make sure they had everything right before they made the arrest so they can make sure everything they throw at him sticks and he can't wiggle out of it. So to answer your question, you know, when I got the news yesterday, uh, I was actually working out at the casino and I saw the, the, the alert. So I read it, I read it. And the first thing I thought about was Pat's mom, because if you understand his mom, his mom is, she, she loves her kids. Yo. She loves her son. She was lucky to have all those boys and she loves them all equally. Cause I met, I met Pat's mom and she's a straight up, you know, lovable woman. After that, I was kind of numb because I knew Richard was involved. I knew Richard because mm-hmm. I played with him, but I knew him personally mm-hmm. too because we drove to the Peach Bowl in 2005 together. Uh, my last year at Miami, we drew we drove up to uh, to Atlanta because I had a car, and they gave they gave me a stipend to drive all the way to Miami. Mm-hmm. And he, he drove along with me because he lives up by, it's called Live Oak, Florida, but it's near Lake City. And you have to go through that area in order to get to Atlanta. So uh, 
I drove him up there. We took a pit stop to see his family and friends, and then we continued to go. But Rashad, from what I remember as a as a football player, he was he's, he was decent. He was not a bad football player, but his character was really suspect, and the way he conducted himself outside the field, you know, would you know, three marijuana tests uh, being negative, you know, sleeping with players' girlfriends and didn't give a hell, uh, being disrespectful to the coaches. Um, he was really a hothead when it came to being like a typical, you know, football player, if you want to say so. Um, when, when the news of Pat's death, I was in Indianapolis at the time. And I was actually in a training room when I got the news. I was in a training room uh, and I was waiting for a player of mine by the name of TJ Russian to, you know, leave because he was getting treatment. And on the way, we got in the car and if I, if I can remember, uh, um, I, I, I think it was Tavares Gooden. Well, somebody yeah. called me. And I missed the call. So I called him back and he didn't pick up. So I called somebody else like, yo, what's going on? And it's like, you know, Paddle was shot. I said, what? Paddle, like, what? what? Why would Paddle get, who shot Paddle? Like, I don't know. They shot him and he put his body by the trash can. And uh, like instantly I, I got really sad because two weeks before that, I talked to Paddle. But Paddle wanted to know how the NFL was. And the first thing he was saying was like, yo, T, I'm so happy for you. You know, you're one of the few guys that, you know, took Coach Shannon bullshit and was able to get through it and, and, and got to the NFL. I can't wait to leave this shit. I hate it, man. I'm, I'm thinking about leaving next year. And I told Paddle, I remember because he, he was in the training room himself. I said, where you at, Paddle? He's like, I'm in the training room. I said, like, you know what Coach Shannon be saying, bro? Like, you're in the training room. You can't do nothing. He's like, nah, man, my shoulder's still bothering me. So I was like, you know, just make sure you stay healthy, bro. Keep doing your thing and don't get on Coach Shannon's bad side. Because you get on the bad side, he'll doghouse you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're right, TD, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep doing your thing. You know, I'm happy for you. Uh, you know, I respect you. Like, he basically was, like, you know, giving me, you know, some type of reinsurance. Like, he was happy for me. And that was the last time I talked about him. Like, I had his phone number. So, when, after I got the news, I called a player by the name of Eric Munkor, who I knew was really, he was really, really close with Pat. So, I, I, I gave it a couple days. I called him, like, two days later. And I, I call Eric. I say, Yo, Eric, you know, like, tell me what happened. Like, help me understand who the hell want to shoot and kill Pat. He's like, man, when I was told it was over a girl, and I was there when him and Pat got into a fight. And I was like, who? Rashad. Him and Rashad got into a huge fight. And Rashad, you know, uttered like I'm a you know and basically I'm gonna shoot you but he used a, 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 a term like I'm gonna clip you or I got you like I remember Pat saying that I'm not Pat Eric saying that I was like I'm like yo I'm, I say come on I say no nah. I say I don't it couldn't get to that point I don't think Rashad at the time I, I didn't think Rashad directly had something to do with the killing like shot I thought he hit him and some boys or he knew somebody that he told him and then they went and retaliated yeah of course but you know Hearing that, and I was like, you know, it couldn't be. And then I remember the game. I don't know what game they played. They shit. They had the mural, and Rashad was in the photo. And I'm like, I don't think he could have done it. 
he could be that cold blooded to be in that photo and be involved in the mur- in the murder. You know, right now as a legend, he's a legend, the, the, the murder suspect, and. All the all the all the all the evidence is pointing to him, because no one on that team didn't like Pat. Like no one had no beef with him. More players had issues with Rashad than Pat. Now, if you if you met Pat in person, you would have been intimidated because he's a red. He's big. He's you know he's a you know he's a Haitian dude, dreads, gold teeth. Like he's very intimidating. I'm not gonna he lie. Like six, he was like six four, two forty or something like that. But Big and he was and he was angry, but once you get to know him, he's softer than anything. Like he's he's like a teddy bear, and I'm being dead serious. But mm. the thing he will he would have done is give you the clothes off his back. Plenty of times he would get people robbed from the from the heck to the dorm room. Plenty of times he would have gave somebody money and didn't have it. You know he stayed with a new car every other month. Like I don't know how he got the money, but he had like four different cars. And he was just one of those stand-up guys where, you know, you never thought something like that would happen to him. And, you know, a lot of people really was mad at Rashawn. A lot of people, even when I went to the funeral, I came, I flew down for the funeral and he was told to leave. He came, so he, they told him, you leave the funeral. You're not, you're not invited here. And that right there said enough. Because I'm like, yo, if, if, you, if you're not invited, and you still show up, like you something ain't right here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they don't want you here because they think you had something to do with the murder. Now he never came out and like made a press conference. He never had an opportunity. Like yo, like I'm innocent. He just stayed quiet the entire time. Now that doesn't mean he's guilty, but if, if your name is being slandered and involved in a, a high profile murder, the first thing you're gonna do is lawyer up, and the first thing you're gonna do is try to p- clear your name. He never did that. Yeah, it's a little Damn. crazy. I mean, I uh, I'll tell you my perspective from you know as a fan. Obviously, in 2006, I know you were you were a rookie when this happened in the NFL. The NFL, yeah. And you had played with both guys the year before, right? Yeah, I, I played with Pat and Rashard for two years. Yeah, so you knew the guys. You had that background, obviously, much deeper than I. I was just a fan, man. I was in 06. I was actually still in the Navy, and you know the news breaks. I'm like, wow. And, you know, obviously, as a Canes fan, it was, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's sad. You know, I felt for the families. Uh, but I'll tell you, as a, as a casual fan. Huh? Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Can you still hear Edwin? Yeah. Oh, I can't hear any froze on my end. Oh, oh. no. How about now? He's coming back in. He's coming. There we go. All right. There we go. Uh, anyway, so as a casual fan, for like, for me, it felt like for 15 years, Without having that insight and that knowledge of the the stuff going on, it just felt like yo, like this dude got shot and nobody knew, nobody said anything. Like I, it's just like all right. Mm-hmm. And then it felt like it was nothing was going to happen. And then it was last year that ESPN did a really long profile on the case, revisiting it, opening it up, and kind of like forcing people to act on stuff. So to me, it's 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 just so strange that it, like you said whether it was done a year ago or 15 years ago or something, it's just, man, 15 years is a long time to put a family through that. You know what I mean? To keep them waiting for, for that kind of closure. I just, I, I it's never going to be enough. 
You know, I'm glad that they they got it now. But man, it's just it's it's so crazy that it took so long considering the evidence that you see when you read that report that ESPN put out and the amount of of things that they had. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not all of a sudden going to be like, uh, what's that? Um, oh God, what's that? Uh, that thing. Uh, that's that show. Dad. Dang it, law and order. I'm not gonna pretend no. I'm a lawyer or anything like that and and give you any <laughs> That was a wrong right. sound. <laughs> that was the wrong one. Um dun, dun. there we go. That's the one I was looking for. Anyway, I it's just to me, I, I'm still a little like taken back by the length of time that this is taking and considering now all this evidence that is out there, it's like wow man, it's but, to me, it's head scratching to me. But people like so the the family of the University of Miami and the family of Brian Patter knew who the suspect was. It was not like it was an unsolved mystery. Like we didn't yeah. have, a, they had a suspect. They had the evidence pointing. But I think the police department. I, I'm not a, I'm not a detective at the moment. I've never been a detective, but I know how to do investigative reports. I know how to investigate. I know how to follow the lead. I know how to sit on stuff. And I think the department itself really wanted to make sure they didn't jump on this too early and he slipped through because there was no credible, it was no credible evidence at the time. It was all, okay, I thought I saw him. Circumstantial. Exactly. You know, he called the pastor, you know, his girlfriend called the pastor, but they couldn't get in touch with him because he missed meetings. But it's not like it because he's already suspended for the three failed test marijuana test. So, okay, that doesn't necessarily make him uh, a suspect. So I think what the department did was the right thing to do in order to make sure that they didn't slip through. Because I said in the beginning, <clears throat> if they if he would have got off on something three, four years ago, like they would have did the case and then he got off four years ago. And then new evidence comes out. They can't try him again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and and the, it's like the Cosby thing, you know. The, how, so yeah, fam- Bill Cosby got off on a technicality because of some, exactly. you know, some plea bargain thing, and but he's still guilty. Everybody knew it, but they can't get him now. Now, so now the family, I'm sure the police department, knowing it's a high profile situation, stayed in touch with the family, let them know each step of what they're doing. Ask them so, like, with the grace of the department to sit on your hands. Don't retaliate. Because the path, they, you know, I don't want to be stereotypical, but, you know, the Zoles, they don't play, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, they go for blood. And Patter's brothers, like, they really wanted to get hands on him. They really do. They wanted to go get him. Yeah. But they, they let I the imagine. do their thing. You know, and, and it's, I really believe from what I know the evidence points out it will be a conviction. Do you know what it is that the police department might have been waiting for to finally, you know, give them the go? Okay, now we got this piece of evidence. We can, you know, this is the final dot and the final. Yeah, like what was the smoking gun that finally, you know, made them take that next step? Is that out? Is that even? Is that information out there? Do we know? Uh, The the information, I'm sure it is. Is in the is in the Mm -hmm. report. I'm sure it is. but it's not made. It's not for the public. It's not public yet, right? Now, my my best friend Kelly Jennings, who is from Live Oak, that's not too far from Lake City, who mm-hmm. knows Rashard personally, 
because his nephew, Bruce Johnson, who played at University of Miami, is really close friends with Rashad Jones. Where Kelly asked me, and it was a legit question, how can you convict someone without a murder weapon? And I said, there's plenty of cases where the weapon that was used to make, commit the crime was not present, but there's so many incriminating evidence and uh, the right word is... Uh, Circumstantial evidence, yeah. Circumstantial evidence that the Supreme Court lets, lets convictions happen based off that. Because you, if, if it was that case, like every murder that got committed, if you throw away the knife or you destroy the knife, nobody yeah. Yeah, it's not unprecedented that somebody can't you, you can get a conviction without a murder weapon. It's just a lot harder, you know, just, in essence. That's why I believe too that they couldn't really make the charge because the murder weapon was they can't find it. A gun was used. So like it's not like he was stabbed, it's not like he was blunted that you can see his hands, you know, mm -hmm. weapon that is like you know that you can dispose pretty easily was involved. Now, if they would have found the weapon, if they would have been able to do the ballistics, then obviously it would have tied them to it. So the what the answer to your question, Gus, the smoking gun is Pata's ex-girlfriend. Her name was Jada. Jada was the girl who was dating Rashad. And no, she was Rashad's ex-girlfriend. And Pata was dating her at the time. Mm. What's so funny that apartment complex, the colony. I lived there too. I moved out of there the year I got drafted, and Devin Hester lived in the same the same side as Brian Patter. What I used to do is go over to play, you know, hang out with Devin every now and then because he was dating a basketball player. Her name was Tamara James, and I used to go play Hester with Madden every now and then. And Patter used to slide downstairs, and you know, uh, actually, I'm sorry, him and Patter were roommates. Disregard that. Him and Patter were roommates, and then um, another player moved in eventually. So I used to play Pattern Man, and then Hester used to come and join with us. You just reminded me. So I remember Jada was there, you know, nice-looking black girl. And I remember Rashad was dating her, too. And that was way, it was like the beginning of the school year. So I think the whole situation was based on the fact that Pattern was dating Jada. Rashad was still trying to talk to her. Pattern was like, yo, back up chill out. They got into a, a fight, 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 fisticuffs and Pada being Pada, he's bigger than him, stronger than him, got the best of him and Rashad took it to the next level. Hmm. Crazy, man. It really is. Um, I'm sorry. I went around so Jada, what I'm thinking, I think Jada eventually came out and gave the police department basically what they already knew in the first place. Like he probably called her and then confessed and all that stuff. And she just sat on it the whole entire time. Yeah. It makes sense that she's, she's, she, she's what ties both people together, you know? So there's definitely that. And if she all of a sudden came across information sometime in the last, you know, 15 years here, then yeah, that would definitely be useful. It's just, she disappeared too. When yeah. it happened, you know, a couple months later, she got on social media. She went black. Man. You couldn't even find her. Man, and then, man. She, then she surfaced back up and posted a picture of Pata, you know, saying she missed him and all that stuff. But yeah, the family didn't like her. They 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 felt like she was hiding, you know, critical information. And you know, she could have she could have cracked the case open. Yeah.
it's to me the craziest thing of this whole stuff now, especially since yesterday is when you've like when I when I heard the news again. This is me as a fan here, not as a as a player having these connections. Yesterday when I heard the news and I and I see the link to the Miami Herald story that broke saying that, and I'm looking at it, and then I'm reading the comments online, and someone's like, "Yo, it's the dude number 38 in the picture in the thumbnail," mm-hmm. you know. And to me, that just freaking blows my mind, man. Like that's just next level cold bloodedness. That if it is, which it looks like it is, this guy that. You could sit there and and be front and center too in a memorial for a guy that you know that you're responsible for. Fuck, man, that's wow. So, somebody said that, and I was telling uh, my boy Kelly this. You know when a kidnapper kidnaps a kid and disposes of the body, they want to be helping trying to find the body, but they send people in a different direction. They're front mm-hmm. center. I can't believe it happened, all that stuff. But they're the prime person that did it. That's mm-hmm. basically what Rashad did. He wanted to be in act like he was there. He wanted to, you know, be prepped. Allegedly, if he's a murderer. But if this is true, if he was a part of that, he's doing the typical, let me be front and center to deflect all the, the, the you know, the scrutiny and the, the suspect stuff on me because I'm sad too. I'm, I put PT right, uh, uh, BP right here. You know, it, it was typical, man. And I saw it when I saw that in 2006. <clears throat> I got really annoyed. I really did. I got. I was like, "This motherfucker really in the picture." Like (laughs) before, this is being public right now. But knowing when it happened, then he was he was a suspect from us, like as the players Mm -hmm. in the family, and he was in the picture. Like this motherfucker really is that brave to be in front of the picture and being alleged as the fucking murderer. Mm -hmm. Like Rashad, are you really that crazy? That's what he I'm was. saying. He shows up to the funeral, and I'm like, "This motherfucker crazy." Like, I, he really because things are not clicking, and I, I just, man, just just reminiscing on like how that whole entire week went, and nor Rashad because I was he was moved to receiver too briefly in the springtime. He was moved. He was at receiver for a little bit. So he was, I was in the in in the in the, in the receiver uh classroom with him. I played cornerback with him. So I got a real understanding of his character as a football player and outside of the field. And he was a he was a scumbag. Man. He was a scum fucking bag. Were you ever questioned or asked about like his personality or character or anything like that? Were you ever called in to, to testify no, or say anything? I was never called in because I had no direct line to the, the situation. Gotcha. But one person that did, and I talked to him last night, was Entrell Roll. I talked to Entrell last night. And Entrell was asking me, like, you know, what do you think is going to happen with this whole entire case? I said, bro, if they if they took him that long to to, to convict, to, to uh, uh, take a warrant out for his arrest, I think it's going to be a conviction. Because I think they got all their ducks in a row mm-hmm. in order to make this case. Yeah, it makes sense. And, and the trail said, yo, man, you know they called me when I was in Arizona. And I was like, why? So when he was at Miami, he was, you know, it was a, a girl that everybody fooled around with. And apparently when he was in Arizona, the, he, the girl still was trying to, like, contact him for some reason. And they saw the phone up, like they they for some reason they, mm-hmm. they knew that they was in contact and they thought and trail gave this girl money 
to bond Rashad out of jail for something else that was previous, not for the, the, the yeah. got arrested for something else. Wow. They really, they really went that deep to come to you about it. He was like, yeah, bro. And I was like, he's like, I, he said, I, I barely knew Pata. I played one year with Pata and, and Rashad. So why would he be associated with this whole entire case? I'm like, you yeah. same thing, bro. I, I don't know why, because I played mm. two years with them. And, you know, I know I have a better understanding about Rashad and Pata than you do, but. Yeah, I guess they, they had to follow every, like, even if it's a minimal sort of connection, they got to follow it. You know what I mean? They have, yeah, because yeah. you got to, you know, the cliche, don't leave no stone unturned. Yeah. You got to flip every stone because something is going to come out of it. And, you know, like I said, big ups to the police department, man. Mm-hmm. Because just think about, it's, it's not just, it had to be about six detectives that was involved in this case. And 15 years, those same detectives that got moved around. They might, they may be a lieutenant now. They be my sergeant. They may left the department. Like yeah. you don't know what their their position is at the department for them to still be attached to this case, and for them to for them to come out with and make a, an arrest now, it's clearly that they have something that is going to crack this whole thing open. And I I have a feeling it's the girlfriend. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see, cause man, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a crazy what twenty four, almost well, it'll be forty eight hours tomorrow. Um, since this all broke, I mean, we've been waiting fifteen years for this. So, I and think the we can wait. They put out a statement. What's that? The University of Miami, if I'm not mistaken, they haven't put nothing out. They haven't put no statement out. They haven't mm-hmm. put anything. The football, the the university or the football, the, the athletic department, and that kind of bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, it, a player that was murdered that was a part of University of Miami is a high-profile case. The police department did a great job doing it. At least send something to the family. Put something in the statement saying, you know, we're, we're here with the Fat Pata family. You know, we're happy that we, we got some type of uh, closure with this chapter. Uh, let all the, the legal part go until, you know, it's a conviction. Rashad is still considered a, a suspect, not a, you know, he's not convicted for the charge. Something like that. Yeah. It, it seems like they're still involved in the situation. When I was reading the stories, the only thing I saw was that Manny said something. But I'm talking about university itself. No, yeah, Manny, yeah. no, I know what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, because Manny had who Ron Pat is. Uh, but you, you, you guys gotta, you guys understand, we had, mm-hmm. we had a lot of deaths when it comes to football players at University of Miami, a lot. And I'm not talking about like just players, just in general. Back in the day, I can't remember his name, but he was a linebacker that was murdered like brutally and Ray Lewis was apparently attached to that and he got that guy was murdered on campus you have uh Chris Campbell who was a linebacker when I was there he was uh he was killed in a car accident you have um Nicholson cornerback who was involved in a car accident you have Sean Taylor obviously he was not University of Miami but he's an icon icon to the university he was murdered. Now you got Brian Pata, you know, that this case took 15 years to be involved. And you think about all the other college universities where, you know, you may hear about a murder, but somebody drowned, you know, somebody died in his sleep, but not murders and car accidents. And I'm not trying to put a, a, a bad sour taste in the University of Miami, but it gives you understanding on like how the light has always shined on us when it comes to anything that's you know, sports related. Yeah. You know, our 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 situations get really magnified, and 
this this prof this case this high profile case the reason it still has you know steam is because it's University of Miami player and he was going to be a high draft pick and he was murdered brutally and I really hope that the I really hope that they get a conviction uh, when it comes. Yeah, man, me too. I hope so too. Yeah, because yeah, you you went to what like two funerals in the first how many seasons? The first two seasons. Sean Pat Brian was murdered in uh November. And Sean was killed in November. A year later, right? A year later. Man. Shit. Shit, dude. That's you know, that's that's quite the uh start to your NFL career there, bro. I'm sorry you had to go through that, but you know, this is this is what's given to us sometimes, man. We can't choose it, but hopefully, like I, like we talked about, you know, the the important people here is the Pat of family, man, the mom, and and everybody involved. That hopefully they just feel a little better, I, even if it's just a little better than they did the day before. You know, even though because you're never gonna get back what you lost, and it's unfortunate the circumstances, but just I just hope they feel a little better, man. Yeah. Um, dude, thanks, bro. <laughs> Thanks for 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 sitting down with us and and letting us know, you know, your side of it and and what you went through and and everything that uh that how yeah. it affected you, bro. Yeah, the whole perspective, man. That's uh, that's something that I feel like a lot of people haven't really heard yet. Yeah, it's a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Like I had an attachment to Sean Taylor. I had an attachment to Brian Patter, and you know those two guys. You can always say the bad about them but they had way more good than bad. And I don't want to always put, I don't want to always refer to their good as football. They were really good human beings. And it's sad that senselessness killed them yeah. uh, because they would have, they would have been great fathers. You know, they would have been iconic football. Uh, you know, Brian could have easily been a, a hall of famer pro bowler, but they would have been really, really, really great humans and them being taken so soon. And I'm knowing them, you know, I always think about them. I really do. Not like every day, but just little small things. Like, of course. you know, just going back to university, seeing a picture of Pato, you know, seeing XT, Sean Taylor. You know, it's just it's just a sad day. But at the end of the day, the family has closure. Uh, the police department did a great job with the investigation. And just, just let the let the chips lay and see, see what we come out with. Well, with that being said, man, let's not end on a sad note, bro. Do you have any, like, funny story or funny thing or memory from Padaman? I mean, you guys played Madden. You guys lived close to each other. Is there something, you know, you can... Uh... So, Pata, Pata, he... I don't know if it's T or mine. He would okay. go when you take a shower. He would like okay. to take a shower and just come right up behind you. And he used to be naked. And he used to be so uncomfortable. And, and he's like he know nobody he knew nobody won't fight him so he'll just he'll just be he, the big dude naked walking around locker room and like it used to be so uncomfortable and funny but it's it was one of those things like at the time it was annoying it was funny too but it, it gave you that that locker room vibe and i had a little funny dance too that he used to like so i used to make a, when i made a play i used to have like a dance like a little jug and you know, like an highlight. I've seen you. I, I watch your IG, bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he saw me, he used to say, "Yo, TD, do the dance for me, man. Do the dance for me." And I just like it's like a little dance like this. It's like that's my man. And he'll get all excited for it. So, and you know, those are the two experiences I can say with uh, a pattern. I think I told you guys this before. Since you want to end on a high note, I remember we was going to pin relays, and this is with Sean Taylor, and I couldn't put my tie on. And 
Sean, he was in the locker room with me and he helped me put my tie on. And the first thing I'm like, how he knew how to put a tie on before I do? You know what <laughs> But he was the first, Sean said, yo, I can't let you go out like this, TD. And he put my tie on and we went out and, you know, caught the bus and went to, to the track meet. But, you know, I can give a million stories with Sean and, 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 and Powder, but, you know what I'm saying? We, they're going to be like the, the cliche saying, you know, they're gone but never forgotten. And, you know, yeah. University of Miami is going to always, you know, be affiliated with those two guys because, you know, we, we just we just bring out the best in people and they were great people. Well, that's what's up, bro. And uh, thank you for, for sharing the nice little antidote there and the nice little funny <laughs> story there at the end, man. I, I, like, who? It's, it's silly, me, but it's those one of those things like you think about, you know, big dude being naked, dancing, being silly. <laughs> You bro, uh, real talk, like you're 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 speaking to the choir here, bro. I was in the navy, bro. All the big guys there used to do the same thing, man. I'm like, yo, come on, because I w- now I'm the big guy, they you know. Be, the big dudes be the first to take their clothes off. Oh, right? those guys love being naked, bro. <laughs> love swinging them stuff around. But yeah, now I'm the big guy. I guess maybe I got to get in the locker room. But back then, I was you know six feet tall, buck fifty. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, I wasn't uh, too comfortable in that. But you know. That's look, funny though, man. Look good with that beard and that uh, Fabio look though. Hey, bro, you know, thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, it's, at this point. I'm telling you, bro. Cindy tells me she's like, "Yo, people pay money for your haircut." I'm like, bro, I'm, and I haven't had a haircut since March of 2020, so it's just been growing and growing and growing. And you know, I'm at that good little man bun status. It's I can get it up there. I just I, I'm I'm letting it grow even longer. I want it to be like down here, bro. It looks, it looks glorious. Oh yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. TD, thank you, bro. Before I let you go, though, uh, Taylor says, oh, we got T subscribed to my OnlyFans for the next one and a half months. D in the house. <laughs> Man, that is yeah, true, you're dude. you're losing some oh. money, dude. <laughs> I got you. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. There you go, dude. You only got until October before they shut it down. It's going to be $50 a month. So, yeah, I got $50 to spare. Send it yeah, to well, we'll put it on the tab. We got right. you. <laughs> Alright brother, be good man Alright man, I love we'll you see you brother Alright man, love be good, you, dance out <laughs> <laughs> Big thank you oh. to T, uh, T-U-D D? T-U-D-D T-U-D-D, T-U-D-D Tud That was an interesting perspective man But I'm glad we were able to end it on On at least a A little good little positive note there man you know yeah. it's already a sad story as it is but um anyway awkward transition though that i i, I had just re- i was just reminded there with that whole only fans thing that's kind of like a big deal right the, that's the you- stupidest shit i've ever heard bro. but like it's it's kind of crazy it's like hey let's stop the thing that made us all this money yeah. right let's make the money yeah. And then we're going to be prude about it after we've already made money. Not when I launch my service and I see that it's only like, you know, sex workers. I'm not going to stop it then. I'm going to do it for two years. Bank like crazy. And then be like, oh, this is bad. It's like big pharma all of a sudden, right? Like they're like, oh, I don't know how all the opioids got here, but we're not responsible. We're good. You know, like fuck out of here. And that that, that fucking website's going to shut down within... 10 minutes and they're going to be bankrupt because <laughs> honestly like who what what other kind of content have you ever heard of that's available on on OnlyFans? No, yeah, no. I want to get that yeah. that extra 11th picture that you don't see on the slide on IG. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's what it is. Like for Bro. like artists or anything else there's Patreon. Patreon has existed forever and yeah. OnlyFans filled this niche. 
And now they're just going to be like, nope, we're just going to compete with Patreon. Like, what are you doing, bro? It's terrible business. And it's so abrupt, too. Like, it's like, yeah, we're going to stop this in a couple of months. Like, figure it out, everybody. Like, such a weird time to stop it, too. Usually these kind of big things like, hey, look, starting next year, we're going to start phasing it out. Or we're going to review our business model and maybe start making. No, no, we're just cutting a cold turkey in a couple of weeks. So figure it out, you know. Peace out. We'll be on our island. I mean, they. Yeah. In essence, I mean, they bank and they dip and no, they don't have to worry about the, anything. I, you know what it is? Whoever the CEO is, is going to be running for office soon. I guarantee uh, it. Uh, I'm, that's where like I'm that. my bet. That in like a month or two, we're going to hear about so-and-so running for governor of whatever. And it's the only fan CEO because he don't want to have <laughs> <laughs> He's that's a, true. a small peddler. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's true. Only fans getting money from those Sims paying for almost nude pics. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be, dude. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's true. I, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Whoever's involved, some higher up here, this is like, um, this is what that Jeopardy host should have done. He should have gone oh, in there geez. and deleted There's all those tweets, thing. you know, deleted that, all those uh, dude, tweets. That there. fucking clown. He, that, that, there's, I don't think there's, there's few things worse than the person who's doing a, a candidate search going, uh-huh. I was searching for me the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's such a bitch move that it, it's it's breathtaking. <laughs> wow. Incredible. I did but all I'm... this time. We looked at all these videos. We had everyone guest host, but you know what? It's been me this whole time. I just didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I I'm, and I don't know, man. Just leave it for Blossom, yo. She's why why were they gonna have two hosts anyway? Well, my guess is no one wanted to commit full time to it. Because that's a full-time okay. job, and these people are actors. So you got to give up all your other stuff to do this. Uh, that was sure, my guess. Um, what's his name? Reading Rainbow, LeVar Burton? Was yeah. Name? LeVar I'm Burton. Sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure he wanted it full-time. Yeah. I'm just talking about with, with, with me and Bialik. Is, oh, that, okay, was okay. My, that, that was my guess. Because so, I, said, I said the same exact thing. Was, why don't they just give it to her? She's already there. And I'm like, well, she probably wanted to do it part-time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that makes sense, you know. I mean, Aaron Rodgers only got like a couple seasons left tops, you know, so he he's on deck, you know. Yeah, he was never a legit candidate. <laughs> and that guy. What a, although, I got to give props to uh, former great FIU quarterback, uh, the captain. Uh, James Morgan. James Morgan. If you follow him on IG, you would have seen a really cool mm-hmm. picture. I guess the, he's right now one of the uh, backup quarterbacks to Zach Wilson over with the Jets. Mm-hmm. And he posted up a picture because he's an actual guy from Green Bay, Wisconsin. First of all, he's yeah. from Green Bay, he's and they're actually playing... from there. He's the yeah. one of yeah. fifteen people that's one of... from Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, his family, yeah. I'm sure, is one of like those season ticket holders that it's on the waiting list forever. You know, so <laughs> uh, homeboy Morgan is is I guess doing practice with the Packers, and he took a picture with Aaron Rodgers. But the cool part is Aaron Rodgers put it on his account saying the real green bay quarterback mm-hmm. or something like that it was real real tribute to him i thought that was really cool like that's yeah i mean i don't like aaron Rodgers, but if if he wants know. to put me on his ig story him, dude because it's every oh, yeah. time that guy does a presser he's throwing someone under the bus that he's currently <laughs> working with and i feel that's right up your alley in terms of pure Bro. chaos <laughs> but that's that's so that's so uh draymond and kd oh no see uh, i can't don't get me start on those two Fucking baby oh. crying clowns, dude. Yeah, dude. Did you watch not... that? Did you watch it? No, I don't, I'm not going to give them clicks. Fuck those guys, dude. <laughs> oh, I, mean, God. I, I, I caught the cliff notes and I saw the little thing where they blamed the whole breakup on management and yeah. they didn't want to acknowledge the whole fact that KD and Steph, which is Steph's team, 
mm-hmm. and that there was that they didn't want to acknowledge that beef. Like, get the fuck out of here. This is just they you didn't guys are trying to up, save. They didn't bring up Steph Curry at all. No, That's and it's like they're just two jackasses that found each other and fell in love in fucking Tokyo, bro. Fuck those guys. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing of like, oh, we told you in your face. Like, you were supposed to win gold, idiots. Shut up. Oh, God. Katie's walking down one hallway and this guy's walking down the other and all of a sudden... You know, <laughs> you're a whiny piece of shit. Oh my god, me too. Let's trash everyone. Like, Edwin doesn't like Aaron Rodgers because his name isn't Bryce Rodgers. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe I'd probably like him a little better. His name was Bryce. Aaron Garcia. Forget oh, it. all day, baby. Of all time, better than than oh, Brady, yeah. better than everyone. Oh yeah, Marino. <laughs> fuck that guy. This is my dude right here, bro. You know. <laughs> Can't oh, wait for Jake Garcia to get to the NFL so that Edwin officially has a real deal favorite quarterback. Well, <laughs> real talk. Who had a Jeff Garcia jersey back in the day? This guy right here, bro. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I want to see. I think I've asked this question to Gus, but there's not that many famous Chacones out there, at least in sports. And Carminati, I'm assuming, is not a nothing a, a big nothing. name there. But I feel like if you're if you. If you're like a, if you're not like a very common last name, when an athlete has your name, you're kind of like, you kind of want to get that jersey, right? Like I had a friend whose name was actually Alex uh, Gonzalez or Anthony Gonzalez, and he got an Anthony Gonzalez Chiefs jersey, which I thought was weird because he's yeah. like, like I've never seen one of these before, but he got it because it was his name, you know. I was like, okay. he had the first first and last name, you know. But I'm telling you, bro, it's uh, yeah, Evan, you're right. I still carry the torch. For Jeff Garcia, that guy was my man right there, bro. No way, man. The you closest know? I have is uh Chassine that plays for the Rockies, or he played for the I don't know if he's oh, still yeah. yeah. You know, me... that's as close as I get, bro. I can see it. Let I me mean, ask... there will never ever be an Achilles Carminati anyway. Carminati, there was a Carminati baseball player. What about no? Taylor? Taylor, do you have a Richardson, a uh, Jason Richardson jersey? Do you have any Richardson jersey that isn't your own custom jersey of no, an actual only, Richardson? Only LeBron. And Tom Brady stuff for him. Oh, okay. he's the kind of he's the kind of sports fan who the, one of those guys wins a championship and regardless of what team they're playing, he buys a hat. He's that guy. All right, well <laughs> that'll do it. All right, we got a few minutes here because I want to go watch AEW Rampage tonight. Uh, let's let's go through a couple of these real fast here. You guys keep talking. Tell me about your days, and I'm just gonna leaf sure. through this because I'm telling you right now, we're not getting a box. So if you're watching to get the box, we're not getting it. Just tune out. Tune out now. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Good night. <laughs> we're gonna sit here and just do the go through the motions here because we're not gonna get a box because we're never gonna get a box and we're gonna continue yeah. the streak of not getting a box to almost a year here. I think, we're gonna, I think it's gonna be like an impressive uh Ripken-esque streak for us of never yes. getting a box. Very, very that's a good one. <laughs> we're going for the Ripken bogs here. You know, he had a Trent Richardson jersey and it went and it nowhere. Okay. Uh Evan says he never got a Chavez jersey. So good. Yeah, there was a good uh Eric Chavez was a great player for uh for the A's third baseman yeah. man. So eBay, eBay Evan. Yeah, bro. Get back on there, bro. I might go get me another Jeff Garcia jersey. All right. <laughs> uh let's see. We got a guy named Atley. Wow, well, I've never seen this name before. What Atley. year what year is this deck? This is the eighty eight. This is the bad one here, bro. But oh. this is this is just I'm just pointing out this guy's name. Atley. Hammaker? Oh, Hammaker. He, he I didn't even Hattley. notice the last thing. Mm. Look at that. Hattley or Hammaker. Is it, is it Haymaker? Ooh, it would have been better. If it, if he pronounces his name Haymaker, then that's that's cool. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> no chance. What, what about this disappointment <laughs> yeah, here? Hammaker. Look at this guy's Ooh. disappointment. Gus, can you zoom oh. in on that? 
Yeah. Look at that. John Smiley, and he's not smiling. What a waste. <laughs> he looks what like a waste. 15 years old. Yeah, he bro, does. for real. You should be smiling. You're in the majors, bro. Stop crying. For real. Um, Rafael Ramirez. This guy, I got nothing for this guy. Let's see here. Jerry. Okay. This is a weird last name. Maybe we can make fun of that. Have you ever met a Mumphrey before? Never heard of that one. Mumphrey. Yeah, Mumphrey. Jerry Mumphrey and Sons. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. <laughs> you, we got to joke for everyone. Everyone has to, we gotta say something. Yeah, you gotta say something about everybody. You know what I mean? No, no one gets away free. <laughs> I like it though. I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. This guy, uh, I got nothing on him. He just looks. This guy doesn't look like a baseball player. I'll be honest. What Ed Nunez here. Ed Nunez. Yeah, bro. All right. As a fellow Ed, I hate Eds. I never <laughs> liked Eds. I'm like, well, you're just like too cool for the win. Oh, I'm, I'm way cooler because I win. You know what I'm saying? That so, guy, he he kind of looks like uh, he's a financial advisor and he just scams people out of their money. Oh, yeah. That guy's a Ponzi <laughs> schemer there. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a name that you'll appreciate, Gus. Look All at right. his first name. Party on, bro. Ah, oh, Garth. Garth, Garth Lorg. Lorg. Whoa, that's a I cool Lorg. name. No, that's an I. Yorg? Oh, Girth? Girth Lorg? Iorg. I'm just, I am just kidding. <laughs> G- Garth Iorg. Yeah, dude. Garth Ray Iorg. Garth Iorg. Yeah, he's from somewhere in California. Yeah, wow. He's from northern Scandinavia. Yeah, party on. <laughs> uh, George Fraser, Bob Welch. Oh, this guy's got the name Barf in your name. That's always never a good sign, right? What is it? Jason Barfield? Jesse, Jesse Barfield. Barfield. Jesse Barfield. Yeah, bro. Oh, nice. But those, those he, fucking he, he's over throwing up all over the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, but those unis are undefeated, dude. Those are fucking sick. Is that those Expo? are real oh, nice. No, Blue, Jays, no, no. Blue, Jays. Blue Jays. Yeah, bro. Nice. Sorry, I'm trying to get the right angle. Oh, there we go. It is, man. Yeah, that is a nice looking thing. But yeah, if you haven't barfed on the field, then you're just a wasted opportunity there. But what yeah. if it's bar field, not barf field? No, no, it's definitely barf. You got to go with the barf there. Uh, here's <laughs> a guy who... Bartholomew. Yeah, look at this guy. Look at the stash. That's a great stash. Early contender for stash Ooh. of the night right there. John Moses. John Moses. Parted to see with that big bad boy right there on the <laughs> flip. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that jersey is, is horrendous. Yeah, this is uh, the warm-up for the, the, the Mariners. Mariners. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, here's, a, here's a good guy from back in the day. Um, how about... Daryl, Daryl. All right, he's still with the Mets. There's, yeah, bro. Peak That's... cocaine life. Mm. Yeah, bro. That Delicious. guy right there did a lot of cocaine. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Whole lot I'm, of. I'm it. surprised that they never gave cocaine the nickname like, "Yo, you want to do some strawberry?" Like, just because of how much <laughs> that guy did. No, for sure. You know I, I mean? guarantee you, in New York, there was a lot of people like, "Yo, you got that good strawberry?" Yeah, <laughs> I like I that. So, I like that. That's, that's a missed opportunity there. Eben with the uh, the, nice. uh, the Garth Eorg is going to be my D and D barbarian character. There he is. He's, he's reaching out to you. There, he's, he's trying to get into that D and D game. You, and the portrait for your character should be that card. Just like, oh man, for real, dude. Ed Nunez looks like create a player. Yeah, this guy's mustache looks like a level four flavor saver. Ed Eben here with the uh, the hot takes. I love it. All right, rapid go, fire, man. rapid yeah. fire too. Uh, all right, I got nothing else. The rest of these cards suck. Um, all right, no, we got a Daryl Strawberry there. Oh, no, they weren't anything good to make fun of either. 
Let's I go. You know it was really know. bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was that, just like super just, common dudes. You know, I like challenges, bro. Okay. All right. Challenge accepted. Let's do it. Here we go. Fro- Throw the you're 90s. You're frozen right now. Am I frozen again? <laughs> yeah. Can you see me? No? Nope, no, we can just you. hear you. Oh, really? Okay. Well, all right. You can hear this. Um, we can't see the cards. Oh, yeah. That's kind of part of the <laughs> shtick, huh? Yeah. Uh, wait. Can, all right, still can't see me? No, dude. Oh, God. Uh, Oh now! Oh now he's gone. Yeah now. I, okay, how about oh, now? There he is. Hey, yeah, you you're, back, you're back. You're back. All right, I fixed it. I fixed it. All right, here we go. Uh, this guy's got mean face right here. Jack Clark, 1993, with the Red Sox here. Wait, wait. Let it focus. I can't really see it. It kind I I can't see it yet, but it looks like he's gonna give me a detention. Yeah. Oh, there it, it looks is. Looks like he has like legit brows. You, Bro, have to pee, you have to beat it. You, you gotta to hold you, it dude. still. You gotta hold it still. That's why it's not focusing. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, there was a box cam, but we won't harass that, you. You know, it. I've been I've been slacking on the box cam, bro. My apologies. <laughs> uh wait. You actually, figured out how to do this segment really well, and then you were just like, ah, I don't feel like that. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> fucked it all up, bro. I'm a I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Guys, I've mastered it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, wah, 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 you know. Uh, let's see here. I can't even because you know what it is. I also turned off the light here, and it's kind of dark, so my eyes aren't even working. Let me put up this light here in front of me a little higher. Uh, so I just took a nap, and you're about to take a nap. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, here's another no bogs. It's a good looking card though. Lance it looks like the ball slipped out of his hand. Lance yeah. Blankenship. Whoa. Yeah, that's a lot of letters. Like I sound, he sounds like his parents donate to Yale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lance Blankenship here. This the dude. Memorial Hallway or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or some like bougie library. <laughs> uh, here's a guy we've gotten before. And he, I gave you a trivia question. Let's see if you remember the name before. Uh, this is Mickey Morandini. Nope. Try, Mickey Morandini. He was a second baseman up. for the Phillies. And he has a very interesting um hold on let me do it like this. Maybe does that work? He has a very interesting uh trivia question. He is one of like a handful of people to ever pull off an unassisted triple play. Mm. Oh remember that right. Morandini unassisted triple play. Ooh, Z triple play. Yeah, That's gonna bro. win me money on and it happens super fast. Fucking hosting it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> With Blossom. Uh <laughs> Here we go. Let's see. Oh, these, this one's kind of stuck together here. All right. This guy's name, Jeff Tackett. <laughs> That's just not a cool name at all. No, Tackett is a great name. You think Jeff so? Tackett. Tackett is like Bronco Nagurski. Yeah. Okay. Look oh, at that. Does he have a blonde stash? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. that dude is hard, bro. Look at that. <laughs> Holy shit. Ooh. That guy retired from baseball and became a carny. <laughs> 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 but by choice yeah that's just the lifestyle he yeah, wanted bro. to live i want to crush beers i'm all about that all right let's go let's... town to town oh uh, my god are right. the grossest people but here's he, a here's he, a good no, one wait, wait that guy does play by play on the fucking what's that ride the the, one oh, that the himalaya, the himalaya. himalaya. Oh. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> 
<laughs> and, he, and it's like we're in 2021 and he's still playing yeah. like only 70s rock heck oh, yeah, yeah dude like white snake and shit like that oh wait but evan says it's a level one porn stash not not at that level four <laughs> that it's not that level four flavor saver from earlier no, uh, that's why he's a carny bro he's level one it's true it's true uh here we go omar viscal dude another good trivia question last right. guy hold on Last guy from the 80s to play in baseball, in Major League Baseball. Ooh. Yep. And, true story, he is the guy that I met after I caught Barry Bonds' home run ball. And right. I was down yeah, underneath you, the Yeah, you told us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. And I was just like, oh, my God, it's Omar Vizquel. Uh <laughs> Easily, he's like the Venezuelan. I believe he's Venezuelan. Yeah, right? He's the Venezuelan Ozzy Smith. Like, he's just the wow. like one of the best defensive uh uh infielders of all time let's see here okay not, uh, not another bogs here we go mel rojas that's just a nice looking i just love anytime i get an expo i get excited because they just look so pretty you know mel rojas mel rojas bro yeah. i wonder that what guy, his real first name was why doesn't he play for the reds his name is rojas that like. that's a missed opportunity for real yeah. oh man i feel like we've had this pack before haven't we had this guy's name here once before look at this dude's name I can tell. I can't see. I can't we see. We can't see it, but he's a fucking Yankee, though. Oh, Stankowicz. Stankowicz. He looks yeah. like someone who would be named Stankowicz too. Yeah, and, is it Andy? Uh, yeah, yeah, Andy he looks, Stankowicz. He looks like he's doing the stanky leg. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Man, that is. That's a guy that was like made fun of a lot his whole life, and then he just got jacked over one summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's stanky, Ooh, and then he just like busted someone's face in oh yeah fuck like you guys i'm a yankee now well <laughs> let's continue again we're just continuing the streak here so we're gonna celebrate the streak now we're not you know we don't want no box cards we're embracing it we're gonna keep this going embrace for a whole another week suck. here here we go we got the uh flare cards here we're down to our last 10 cards here and no sign of bogs anywhere last 10 packs no, the last 10 cards of the night here. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, I still got packs there, which is amazing that if we've gone through four freaking boxes and I've never pulled out a box, I, I'm quitting after this. Um, <laughs> here we go. Let's see. First up, oh, again, anytime I could pull up an expo, I get excited. John Wetland. Here's a cool little. I actually have a good story about this guy. Wetland. John Wetland. Beautiful card right there. bro. This guy was the lights out closer for the expos in 94, right? And then... He got traded to the Yankees after the the strike the following year, and he became the closer. He was the last closer for the Yankees before Mariano Rivera. Oh shit! And Mariano Rivera was his setup man. So then, when this guy finally, you know, moved on to, I think he he went to another team after a while. When he finally moved on, it became Mo's team, and you know that's kind of a big deal, no? Yeah. yeah. You can say, oh. That Rivera was just my setup guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I taught him everything he knows. Uh, oh, hey, all right. We got a Hall of Famer. We got a Hall of Famer. We've gotten this card before already, but it's always nice whenever I could see Fat Tony Gwynn. Tony one Gwynn. of my favorite players of all time, bro. Specifically just so Fat good. Tony Gwynn, though? Fat, yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, seriously, Fat Tony Gwynn is, 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 is one of the greatest of all time, dude. The fact that this guy... there. Okay, so in the inf- the, when you look at the positions on the field, Right, uh, each uh-huh. position has a number. Right, the shortstop, I believe, is one, two, three, four, six. five, six. Right, there's a he used to write on his cleats 5.5 because he always 
felt as a right as a left-handed hitter, he could slap it between the five and the and the six. The no, the five and the six. And oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. And get hits all the time. That's what he was aiming for all the time. It's incredible that there's players that strike out more in half a season than this guy did in his entire career. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's this guy was just so incredible, the greatest hitter, pure hitter of my generation, my lifetime, and you know, and he's just, but he's bunting there. He looks like he's he just got lazy because he end. could bunt. He could do anything. <laughs> that guy was the best, dude. Hey, here's a nice card. Oh shit! Look at this. Not not a uh, not, not bugs obviously, but because shit would have hit the fan. Uh, yeah. Um, but this is uh, hold on. Let me see here. Where is it? Just in case. Hold on. Uh, where you go? Okay, here we go. Friend of the show, Nigel Wilson makes an appearance. <laughs> All right, Nigel oh, Wilson. Awesome. Come on, guys, oh, tell me what do you know about Nigel? Oh, was it the first the first draft pick for the Marlins? Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, first yes. ever expansion draft pick number I didn't know one. About baseball. Look at you, bro. Right. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, man. Wait, you know what? For that, you get some of this. Where is it? There you go. Because. This is nice, and this is those those cool little wave cards you see. Yeah, and yeah, look at that uniform. That, the, the, Surfing. The, the graphic logo at the bottom is so cool. It is, bro. Yeah. I should get that that should be a team logo. Like that should they, be on a hat. They, yeah. they they drew the outline of his penis there. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> is it backwards? That's the TD edition. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Tenard Davis baseball card edition. Solid right there, dude. <laughs> Literally. Uh, Just let's see here. Outlines. <laughs> uh Felix Jose. This is just a nice looking card, but nothing. Nigel cooler. Wilson was, was in a locker room behind somebody. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Nigel Wilson was that guy. He's like, this is how we do it back in Canada, eh? Yeah. Uh Felix Jose. I've always thought the number 34 is such a cool sports number. Bo Jackson's number, duh. Bo Jackson, Come Ricky on, Williams. Bro. Where do Ricky. you think Ricky Williams got it from? Yeah. Come on. Uh, unfortunately, it's a good number. And unfortunately, Nolan Ryan wore it. You know, he was the worst to wear it, but it was a good number. Uh, Bo Jackson redeemed it. Yeah, Bo Jackson definitely redeemed it. Let's see here. Uh, bro, we got nothing here. Scrub. Um, this is a card we've had before. Oh, here's somebody we haven't had. And all right. Safe to report. We did not get a box. <laughs> But we're finishing kind of strong here with a the couple streak of... continues. The streak continues. Whoa! Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Chug my drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. So much as oh, you almost crashed. Oh no, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still here. Um. <laughs> this guy we've gotten before, and I feel like it was funny before, and I forgot. But you just got Jim Gott. Remember Jim Gott? No, Jim Gott. No, I don't remember that guy. I feel like we've gotten that name before. Gott, and we made a whole joke about it. But anyway, all right. Well, we'll we'll finish with these. How about we? Uh, who was Daryl? Okay, remember we got Daryl Strawberry over here, right? Yeah. Who was this big coking coking buddy? Who was this cocaine cowboy? <sighs> I don't know. Come on, who was his buddy? <laughs> Doc Gooden, baby. Oh, there Doc we go. Doc Gooden, bro. The pride of Tampa. Man, Doc Gooden. Real talk, though, want, aside from want, the Coke. Huh? You want that Dwight or you want that strawberry? Oh, no, man. You want the Doc, bro. You want the Doc. Legit. Uh, fuck, this is not going to have. Well, maybe it'll have his stats, but I'm not. I'm definitely not going to be able to read it with my bad eyes right now. 
But you want to blow your mind and you really want to do a deep dive into like crazy sports numbers and sports facts. Look at his first couple of seasons when he won the pitching triple crown, dude. This guy won something like 20, I think it was like 20 something games. His ERA was sub two and he had over 300 strikeouts and he was like 19 or 20 years old striking out anybody and everybody in that 86 season. Like Doc Gooden's first few seasons in baseball were the stuff of legends. I'm not even talking all-star. I'm talking legit legends derailed completely afterwards with the substance abuse and all that stuff. Rebounded nicely through a no hitter later on in his career. Uh, was able to play a long time as a you know regular middle mm-hmm. starter there, but when this guy's prime was going, it was unlike. But it was it was greater than even Pedro. It was greater than Maddox. It was greater than any of those guys because he was doing it with some style, bro. Like it was just slinging that shit as hard as you could, and it was nasty, bro. Like Doc Gooden's season was so fucking breathtaking. And then here's the last card. It's a um, it's a Montreal Expo, but. I got a nice little fun fact. This is Greg Colbrin. Okay. Okay. You might be like, who the fuck is Greg Colbrin? And that's what most people will say. Cause he was kind of like, you know, like we really don't know too much. Oh, wait, this way. I can't fucking get his card. Right. There we go. Okay. Greg Colbrin. Anyway, Greg Colbrin. I'll tell you the story. I met this guy when he played for the Marlins and he was signing autographs at incredible universe. Ooh. Remember that place? Yeah. Did you go to McDonald's? Hell yeah dude that was like the coolest shit ever bro like incredible Mm -hmm. universe the best day you could have had as a kid was going to malibu grand prix and then Mm -hmm. topping it off with a nightcap at incredible universe bro forget about it that was like this shit if you were a kid and i met greg colburn i still have his autograph somewhere there he's he was uh playing for the marlins at that time and like one season in 94 or something like that and then uh then he was gone but yo real talk right there that was my dude man that was my place, bro. See, I see Greg Colburn. I just got reminded of Incredible Universe. The greatest <laughs> place ever. Uh, you don't think, uh, I don't think you know that place, huh, Achilles? That one I don't know. Oh, that's that's before his time. Oh, man. See, this was like early 90, like 92 to like 95 or 96, maybe. And it was Best Buy before there was Best Buy down here. Uh, and it was this mega place huge. that had, it had everything. It even had a McDonald's inside of it. And it had mm-hmm. all the... 90s cool like radical stuff but it was all tech and it was like a tv yeah. store this like multiple floors like brand smart usa kind of thing but right. way fucking cooler <laughs> for the time and this the re- better name <laughs> yeah and then at the the cool part was that it had a, a video game section right that was only like it had every game available to play like they had all the systems too. As a kid in yeah. the 90s, you wanted like you heard of a Neo Geo, right? You remember yeah. that, Gus? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know anybody who had it because it was yeah. super hard to find and expensive. But I knew where I could play one. Incredible Universe. <laughs> Turbo <laughs> Graphics 16. Oh, Incredible Universe has that. You know, what Atari Panas- Jaguar. They what was got that Panasonic? That Panasonic, Panasonic 3DO. That's oh, over at Incredible Universe. I have all those things there. You know, <laughs> telling you, bro. Yeah, I'm training for the Himalaya job. That's what I'm doing here when the youth fair comes yeah. around. You know, times are tough, bro. We got to make our money. Don't hate. Uh, nice, anyway, man. can't even go to Santa's and Channel Forest and Tropical Park anymore. Now you nah, go to Hialeah. Go to Hialeah, bro. La ciudad que progresa, bro. That's the, you know, just... they stole Santa's from They us. stole it, bro. Unbelievable that they would do that to us. Anyway, we uh we got a bunch of expos. We got a bunch of scrubs. But the streak continues. Let's go. <laughs> Another week with no bogs, baby. Will the streak continue? Find Amazing. out next week.
<laughs> as we come back, thanks again to uh, TD for joining us, hanging out, sharing those stories. I know it's a, a hard time, but. Oh, there you go. I thought I got cut off. Don't forget the VR machine at Incredible Universe. Yeah, man. They had everything, dude. Evan knows because he was probably with me when I got yeah. that Greg Colburn autograph, you know? <laughs> we used to go there. That was like a field trip for us, man. That was a good times. But thanks to Evan. Thanks to everybody who, who came on and watched and hung out. Uh, smash that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Share it. Share it. Share it. And uh, big thank you again to everybody. Five Reasons, Achilles, Fungus, everybody for hanging out and making this a part. Thank you to Dennis behind the scenes. And uh, everybody else, have a good night, man. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back next week. See you on Tuesday. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Oh, no! I dare you. Stop in a bit. With us you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.